Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Well, good morning, everyone. It's Troy Dooley, the host of RealMentorsRadio.com, and it is exciting. This is the last day that we will be on the air this week. I hit the road bright and early in the morning, uh, headed towards New Orleans. Going to go down to the Plexus International Annual Convention. Man, they are going to be brought... I'm going to share something, because you know what? Honestly, I don't think we get many Plexus people on here, but they have got a brand new car program. Now, you know, this is, I got to tell you, I'm, I'm just going to tell you my pet peeve. All these companies, they give away the Mercedes, they give away the Lexus, they give away the Beamer. The day a company becomes American and they start giving away Mustangs and Camaros and Corvettes, then I know we've got a network marketing company that's patriotic. But Plexus has got a new car show or a new car program they're going to put out. It's going to be fun. Hey, Monday, we are starting... A book. I, I in January I had the opportunity to sit down and interview and talk with a man named uh, Tim Marks, and Tim is a longtime confidant and and friend to Orrin Woodward. He is one of the uh, founders of the new company Life, and his story is remarkable. And he just released a book called Voyage of a Viking: How a Man of Action Become a Man Becomes a Man of Grace. I'm telling you, this is a powerful book from a powerful man who brought himself up from from really rags to riches. But when you listen to his story, and he shares with you how how his life was transformed at a, at a deep spiritual level, I, I think you're going to learn a lot of business, a lot of stuff in here. But I, I really enjoy I really enjoyed meeting Tim. And it was amazing to see what it is that he's that he's doing now and what he's been through. I, I know his story, so I know what he's been through. It's a great time. But we are finishing up Mr. John Acuff's book, Quitter, Closing the Gap Between Your Day Job and Your Dream Job. And, man, if you've been with us through the whole thing, you know we are now at that point where it's time to quit the day job. And y'all have to forgive me, man. This This cold keeps trying to kick my butt. But we're going to make it through it. And, uh, man, you can pray for me over the weekend. I've got to speak twice at the Plexus event. And I am, uh, man, I'm taking my tangy tangerine and I'm taking my my life shots. I'm taking everything I can to keep myself going. But chapter 8, the last chapter that we're going to review, quitting your day job. See, eventually, if, if, we, if, if we apply the principles that John talks about in the book, and you can go to John Acuff, A.C., UFF.com, you can, you can learn more. But if we apply this, there will come a day when we say we're ready. We're ready to move into that day job. But before you can do that, there's some things that you've got to cover. And you may want to write these down because these are going to be questions that you've got to ask yourself. Are you really ready to quit? Now, here we go. Number one, you've patiently worked through your plan to quit and hone 
the dream that you really want to pursue for more than one month? That, that Yes or no? You've patiently worked through your plan to quit and hone the dream that you really want to pursue more than six months. That's you got to think this through. You've patiently worked through your plan to quit and hone your job for more than a year. It, it, it truly is amazing when 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 people see and they work through this stuff. Number four, you've been thinking about quitting for about an hour and have worked on your dream for over a long weekend. Now, maybe it's not time to quit, you know? Think about that. You've already made the most of your nights and weekends pursuing your dream with every available free moment you have. Powerful. Think about that. You pursue your dream between episodes of a reality show... If that's the case, it's minus 10 points, man. That's that's a little crazy. You're going to love this when you buy the book and you actually see how this works. Realizing your dream will require instant celebrity de- delivered via a wildly popular YouTube clip, you've decided to quit your day job. Not probably a good move. You know a guy who did something similar to what you've done, so you think it would be pretty easy. That's not the time to quit your day job. You you apprenticed for a guy for a few months and learned that your dream job is not easy, but definitely possible. That's powerful right there. We're going through these, and you may think they're a little humorous, but literally, John went through, there's 52 of these. He says, you build up an emergency fund that can handle three months of not having a steady salary. I'm going to tell you not to do that. I'm going to tell you six months minimum. I'm also going to tell you if you're in network marketing, you don't quit your day job until for at least six to nine months you've been cash flowing ten grand or more a month. You know, let me stop just for a second. I'm, I'm going to segue out of John's book for a minute. This is something that just is a pet peeve of mine. I see all these companies. I was on the phone at 6.30 this morning with a powerful leader in network marketing. He's getting ready to... We're going to do an interview later today, but he's quitting a company he's with because the politics in two companies have just devastated his life, and now one company's filed a lawsuit against him. See, the companies like to play games with distributors, but sadly, distributors don't get it early enough to understand you've got to follow your dreams, not somebody else's. You don't quit your day job until the money's there. Network marketing was never intended for people to make hundreds of thousands of dollars a month. It's great when that happens. I'm a capitalist. I don't have a problem with that. But that was never the goal. The goal was to be able to supplement and take care of your family, put money in the bank, and when it was time to just set back and enjoy the life God has given you, that you had enough money to be able to do it because corporate America, just like network marketing, gets freaky and greedy and frumpy and they do all this crap at the expense of their employees. Think about it for a minute. Now, back to his book. You, you, uh, the fi- your financial plan is completely dependent upon your car never breaking down. Okay, that might be not be a good time to quit your day job. Your rent's going up, but your income's going down. Not a good day to quit. How about this one? Your financial plan is completely dependent upon your kids living safe and not getting a stomach virus. That means you can't afford to go to the doctor. Not a time to quit your day job. 
You may be saying, Troy, this is ridiculous. It is, but it's fun because even though John makes it humorous, when you go through the 52 questions that he has and you answer them honestly and you put the point value down there, it will help you realize if you're ready to quit your day job. In 2010, Paige and I were strapped. We had burnt through tens of thousands of dollars in emergency fund money to fight for the custody of a grandchild. Each weekend, we would drive to Alabama. We blew up the motor in one car. We ended up buying her a new car. It was used, but it was it was a 2004 SUV, but the beautiful, beautiful Ford one that I knew I could work on. We went through a lot of stuff. Would not trade that whatsoever. But right towards the end of that fight, I received a call from a wonderful man, somebody that I admire and and mentored me for a short period of time, but a great guy. His name's Dennis. And Dennis Dottel runs a successful company. He wasn't fit for network marketing, but he said, Troy, will you come in and help me? We did a six-month contract. It was wonderful, and it, it it paid the bills, and and had had they had the stomach for network marketing, and would have stayed the course. I believe we would have created a phenomenal company. But I knew that it wasn't my career choice. It was just a day job. The Lord knew that I needed that, and He gave it to me. When that six-month contract was up, I got to go back to my dream job. We had put some money away. We were ready. It was all in the Lord's timing. And today, even though I have a cold, I'm living what I love to do, traveling the country, giving nuggets of wisdom, doing the radio shows, because it's what we're, we were meant and called to do. But you can't do it too early. See, if you're, if, if you're in the negative zone, you shouldn't be quitting that day job. But if it's time to quit the day job, then it's ready to move forward. It's ready to, to take it to that next level. You're ready to to jump into that great epic adventure. You just have to understand it's not going to be easy. It's going gonna, it's gonna to kick your butt on some days. But it's worth it. There's six reasons. That, that you've got to look at, and, and it's these six things that I'm going to share that John has in the book that you know. This is, when it's, this is when it's time. Now, your six things may differ from John's or mine, but this is, this, they're all going to be close to this. Number one, you've got a place to land. You're not just quitting on, on hoping to get your dream job. Literally, your dream job has taken place. You've got to remember through the book, John knew in 2008, I'm going to work for the Dave Ramsey companies. But it wasn't in 2010 that the dream became a reality. He turned down at least two offers because it wasn't the right fit before Dave came to him and said, here's what I'd like, and he said, that's what I've been waiting for. See, he knew he had a place to land. John says this, your dream might not be another job. It might be a chance to serve in a country you feel called to. You might get a long-term freelance contract 
that allows you to string together a year of work in the field that you love. It could be anything, but you will have a place to land. Second, the opportunity fits your opportunity filter. See, John and his wife had discussed what the dream job would look like. They started discussing the criteria to how the next opportunity needed to fit. And that helped take the pressure off of looking for the perfect job. See, there is no perfect job, just the dream job. See, that's you got to remember that. And you got to put those filters together of what that dream job will look like. And I guarantee in most of our cases, man, you're going to take a leap of faith, and that's going to play a major part. Number three, you've got to test the dream before you quit. This goes back to what I said earlier. I mean, he he was he knew that the Ramsey the Lampu Group, Ramsey's company, was where he wanted to be, but he had to do it with the right timing. That's hugely important. If you jump to the right company but the wrong job, it won't work. Take your time. Don't cut yourself short. Do it right. Number four, this is a big one. You have to have a support network. You need to have not just accountability groups, but but true support from friends and family. See, this is this is one of the things, <clears throat> when you look on the Internet, somebody that can't make it in network marketing usually becomes what we call an Internet marketer. And they tell you, oh, friends and family don't work. Just go out here on the Internet, talk to strangers, sell them a bunch of crap. You'll be get rich. It's not accurate. See, friends and family are a human need, and without them, we will fail, period. And that's important to realize. So your support network are the people that you go to and say, I need to talk to you. I need to ask some questions. I need to make sure I got this down right. I need to make sure that that as I weigh this off of you, you talk. John and his wife went to their parents. They went to friends, they went to mentors, and they talked and they tested and they they got advice and they went back and they prayed and they talked to themselves. Said, honey, this this is it. Once they knew for sure, once they talked to all their support group, then they announced that they were moving. In in John's case, he even went to his blog and and talked to all of the, the community to get their input. Number five. In John's case, they were stupidly rich. Not at all. But this goes back to some of the questions I was asking. Are you prepared financially for your dream job? In other words, do you have that emergency fund? Do you have your your debt under control or paid off? Will your cars hold up? Can you afford health insurance? All of this plays a major role. See, everybody has a budget of one type or another. you got to make sure you can walk through that budget. In John's case, he's going to the Dave Ramsey organization. I mean, Dave Ramsey is like the debt-free guru dude. So you don't want to go over there upside down on the verge of bankruptcy or in the middle of a bankruptcy or going to go into bankruptcy. you got to be prepared. Number six, God seemed pretty cool with it. 
Now, this is something that some of you may not get, but it's important. See, too many times in the Christian community, we like to use the phrase, I'm waiting on God. But yet we really aren't. And I don't even know really where that came from. Probably one of those Old Testament stories. Because I don't, I don't see it in the New Testament at all. They were men and women of action. See, once you've put your filters together, once you've got it out there, then it's time to act. But once you've done everything that you can do, and this goes back to an old Proverbs, that we make our plans and God directs our path. Once you've got all your plans done, once you know exactly what you're going to do, you, you've, you've got it ready. Then you go, Lord, I'm walking out on faith. If this isn't what I'm supposed to do, I need I need to really know that. But if you're cool with it, we're cranking forward. Now, if you're my wife, you do what they call putting out a fleece. Because she's like really a black and white person. I mean, not literally, but you know what I'm saying. So she says, God, this is what we want to do. This is what we see it. And, and so that I can really make sure that it's you that's doing this, i, I got to see it like this. Now, I'll give you an instance. About 13 years ago, we found a house that we wanted right here in Destin. Beautiful house. We came and looked at it. We prayed about it. We felt good about it. And I said, well, how are we going to know for real, man, if this is what God really you know, would want us to do? I don't want to screw this up. Last thing I want to have to do is go back to Missouri with my tail between my legs, dead busted broke. She said, well, I'm just going to do this. I'm going to tell God, this is how much I want to pay for the house, nothing more. And if it comes in more than that, then we're not going to do it. I said, all right. She gave me the figure. I went to the real estate agent, gave him an earnest check. I think that's what they call them. I said, now listen, here's how much we're willing to pay, nothing more. I mean, dude, this is it. So you better make sure closing costs and all those fees and all those taxes and all that other crap that you all want to add in there, you better make sure it just comes to this price and we're not buying the house. He came back a few hours later, $500 higher than what Paige felt like she wanted to use as the fleece for the Lord. What's $500 when you're already investing hundred grand? here is what happened. I called him up. I said, you know what? This isn't a negotiating deal. I'm going to come and pick up my earnest check. I appreciate it. Tell your clients thanks. If they don't sell the house, let us know. But here's how much we're willing to pay. Period. Three months later, real estate agent calls. Mr. Dooley, if you're still interested in that house, you can have it for that price. I said, I'll bring you the earnest check. It's sitting right here. We've been living in this house. It's the only debt that we have way under $100,000 now. See, it's amazing when when you're in the same playbook. Now, I know somebody saying, well, Troy, I'm, I, you know, I, I'm not your faith. I don't, I don't believe in that. Okay, that's cool. But you still need to set yourself a, a benchmark, a boundary. I mean, maybe you don't believe in God. So that's cool. I mean, it's cool for you. It's not cool for me, but you know what I'm saying. So I don't want to put my, my values on you. I'm just telling you, whatever it is, deal with it got to set something somewhere. Now, something else, and this is important. 
because so many times we don't do this, and I have not done this. I'm going to tell you, I'm, I was glad to see that John wrote about this because, man, I screw this up constantly. Get my dream job, and then there's no rule set. And I, and I, and I, I sat here, I almost cried because I thought, man, I know this feeling. He says, my wife was standing in the laundry room crying. My first indication was thinking that it was due to the difficulty of folding all these baby clothes. But very quickly, I realized that's not why she was crying. She was crying because I was out of town seven out of eight weekends after moving to Nashville. During the three years previous when I was at Auto Traders, I was never out of town for business. I used to get home every day at 4.30 in the afternoon, and now... It was my dream job. I was gone all the time. See, him and his wife never sat down and put the boundaries together. We never talked about the rules. We forgot to establish new rules for our new life. See, we came into a big situation on excitement and small on strategy. Oh, how many times do we do that? It kind of sounds like marriage, doesn't it? You're all excited. Oh, the girls get all, ooh, I got this new lingerie. I'm going to probably not wear it very long on my honeymoon, but I'll look good for a second. Men are thinking what they're going to look good afterwards, and nobody thinks about the hundred million years afterwards. Let's just focus on the freaking honeymoon. I don't even know why they still do that. Half of them or more probably already had the goodies before the honeymoon night anyway, but that's all they ever focus on. We do the same thing in business. So what we need to do, if we're going for our dream job, we've got to set a little bit of rules in place. See, in, in John's case, nobody gave it a thought. He's doing his own gigs. He's doing his own book tours. He's doing his own speaking. But then they'd also have him jump across the nation and speak with Dave wherever Dave was speaking. So, man, there were some nights he was flying one day in California and the next day back to Florida before going back home to Nashville. Crazy. But I love, I love what Ramsey's organization does because when Dave sat down with his team leader and talked about it, here's what he writes. Months after that bad stretch, I talked with my team leader, and he implored me to let him know about things like that because that's neither his intent nor the heart of the company. You know, we just talked about leading with love with Joe Mamby. Matter of fact, he was on Fox and Friends today. And, and that's what Ramsey does, too. They lead with love. Then they don't want to screw up your family. So write down some rules when you're getting started. They're going to change. Stuff like that happens, but you've got to have something to start with. It's the way it works. I'm telling you, you've got to get your wife involved in this. You've got to get your husband involved, whatever the case is. John writes this. He says, before you quit your day job and pursue your dream job in full-time capacity, make a list of all the risks that might come up so that you can deal with them, brainstorm through them. And you don't want your dream job become a freaking nightmare. What good is it if you reach all your dreams and all your goals as a single person because you've been divorced and nobody wants to hang out with you? And I've been down that road. It's not pretty. you got to know what the risks are. If you're doing like Paige and I did where you're moving across country, you're going you're gonna to move to a new town and you're not going to have any friends. So your support group has got to start all over again. If you're like John and his wife, there might be a bunch of travel involved. you got to be prepared for that. 
if you're like Paige and I, money might be tight. I mean, we moved down here on a wing and a prayer. We got a $5,000 tax return, and that's what we moved down here on. We didn't know how long it would last. I had a temporary job working as a trainer for the census. That only lasts, what, one year out of every ten? Not a good track record. Yeah, man, I make $100,000 a year. Huh, one year out of ten. Uh, ten grand, yeah, that ain't very good. A house. Now, they were looking at their house. In our case, we put a $50 deposit down on a brand-new apartment that nobody had ever moved in, lived in. The first hurricane came in, water was flooding down the wall. It sucked those things got to deal with see if you want it bad enough if it's truly a dream job if it's truly your calling where you're supposed to be in life if that's true it will all work out i'm not telling you it's easy i'm not telling you it's pretty i'm not telling you it's freaking utopia Okay, it's not going to be like Legend with Tom Cruise riding around on a unicorn running after the pretty princess. Matter of fact, there's going to be times when your princess is going to yell at you like the wild witch of the West. But if you hang out together, if you do it together, the results are daggum amazing. Paige and I have been through everything a couple can go through. Everything. And have learned to love each other stronger, work together as a team, and that's what it's about. Folks, Monday morning, Voyage of a Viking, the Tim Marks story, how a man of action can become a man of grace. It's going to be amazing. Have an awesome weekend. Listen to us tomorrow. Well, listen to us today on Home Business Radio Network. You're looking for the beachside CEO or listen to the newscast. We got them cranking out over there. Listen to the music. It's wonderful. I want you to hang out and listen to, golly, this will be the second week I've not been on Aces Radio Live. I'll be out there speaking tomorrow. But uh, Jim Gilhouse will be at Aces Radio Live tomorrow night. You want to hear him. Man, we got so many radio shows. We love doing the, the, the radio network and the TV shows that we're launching. It's awesome. So hang in there. Have fun. show's a little short today, but live life like it's an epic adventure. And remember... Stay dangerous, stay strong, and pursue your dreams. I'll see you next time. Bye now. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.